everybody to your favorite Wednesday night podcast, the Paranatural Cryptid Preservation Society. I'm your host, Sooth, and with me tonight is my co-host, Mebula. Hello. Hello. How Hello. are you? I am fantastic. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, actually. Doing a it's always so good to see you. <laughs> last week. <laughs> yeah, last week was a fun one. Yeah, last week was a fun one, but this week's going to be even funner. I'm making it a word if it ain't funner or er. We'll call it a soothism. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. It's there. It's there. I'll make up my own words just to, you know, make it make sense. Okay, so tonight we're bringing you something um, that I found once again on TikTok as I was scrolling mindlessly at 3 a.m. because I couldn't sleep. And it is called Project Abigail. Have you heard of it, Maps? I have, yes. It's kind of creepy. It is, and it's it's the whole fact that it could be, you know, truth or myth. But right. it's Area 51, so who knows? Exactly. It's American government. They're quite secretive. Exactly. And as we have found out over the last three years, conspiracy theories aren't exactly conspiracy theories anymore. So, <laughs> true story, Batman. True story. Exactly. So this, and again, I'm as she said, we're gonna put it out there as a myth, legend, folklore, truth. We don't know. I know there's some creepy pastas about it. I've seen that. I haven't exactly read them. <laughs> but there I, there's just so much stuff on that site and so much good stuff that it's hard to find all of it. It really is. And Reddit has so many rules in each like little subcategory that you have to be extremely careful. So we're not reading any creepypastas today, tonight, probably ever. But we can mention that there are creepypastas about it. So that's there. Um, I had never heard of Project Abigail until I came across the TikTok. And it was the picture that caught my attention most, which was... Something that looked akin to, it had female parts, okay, but it was really large and hairless and the skin looked like leather and they had a big extended jaw and large eyes and like really, really, really long arms that were kind of lanky and the teeth were like shark-like and supposedly this is what is now Abigail wester she was uh experimented on by her own father and what is now considered or what is now area 51 i should say like it was the first project that ever happened in that facility and it was because of the nazis did you read that part about the nazis the nazis yeah, um, it's uh, I have I have found that Abigail has a lot in common with Captain America, even though Captain America was a little more successful than uh, Miss Abigail, unfortunately. Yeah, she kind of went down in history in a whole other way. A whole nother way, y'all. Whole other way. And it's she like, went the spoopy way. She went the spoopy way. She didn't come out of the you know the cryodome. And with a six pack and blonde hair and really gorgeous blue eyes. <laughs> no, there there was no Aryan Brotherhood there. No, but 
they did uh what it, what they were saying is okay is that her father uh dr wester and in and what i found in some of these stories it's western um so it it, it i guess it depends on where you're getting your information from honestly um, i kind of like wester it sounds a lot more supervillain like it really does it has it a supervillain vibe to it and we do we do like our supervillains and he didn't start out as a supervillain he was just a doctor much like you know in captain america how there are scientists that were gathered up by you know he who shall not be named with the uh the little tiny half mustache um <laughs> we ain't giving him any airtime i'm just saying okay <laughs> he 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 don't get no more he had his time it was a bad time it was a bad time for everybody involved so he don't get any more airtime he's done he's done not from us Mm-mm. He gets plenty of it elsewhere. Not from he, us. He sure does, but he ain't getting it from us. Mm-mm. Sorry, not sorry. Um, so they're like gathering up all of these scientists. And the whole thing with it is that they're trying to get a super race and a super soldier. And as we know, there were a lot of drugs involved. Oh, always. Always the drugs, lots of drugs. That's how we get some of our drugs now, by the way, like ecstasy and cocaine and uh, meth, all derived in labs for super soldiers. I was just having a conversation about that today, actually. It's crazy, right? Like there was the, the, the project, the sleep project that happened. And, um, that's, what I can't remember what drug was was used in that one, but LSD. Yeah, LSD. It was the the Russian sleep experiment. No. Yeah. Wait, was it LSD? I, I think LSD. No, I think sure. I think LSD, LSD was American government. Yeah, LSD That's was correct. the American government, the one that t- that was taking place over in California, and I, I can't remember. If you're looking that up, let me know. Um, the drug that was used in the sleep experiment but it was basically to keep them up and to see how long they could survive without sleep and it was also it was torture it was it was bad the lsd one in america was project mk ultra right mk and we haven't spoken about mk, MK ultra Ooh. on here we need to though that's an idea is that an is idea. definitely an idea well lots of people have spoken about mk ultra um there's a lot of theories that have been proven right in the recent years. So let's uh, let's get back to what we originally talked about. Poor Abigail. Okay, so Abigail, like I said, the only daughter um, to uh, Dr. Wester. And his whole project was centered around creating a super soldier for the military, much like Captain America. Um, and this, it started around the end of World War II and um, in what is now Area 51. And uh, it was basically all put together to develop tests and experiments of what they call a confidential nature. Area and 51. Area 51. Aliens. I'm not saying it was aliens. But it might have been aliens. So we have Dr. Albert Wester. This is where he comes into play. And he was developing some experience that studied human anatomy. 
And basically what they came across was like, if we're going to start pumping juices into soldiers here, into a person to make them a super soldier, before we start doing any of that, we're going to have to test these people psychologically. We're going to have to find somebody who is already stable, who is intelligent, who is uh, reliable, has morals, all that stuff. Captain America. It's so uncanny. How, <laughs> like, it's really uncanny how this, like, how much is there. It's like, it's almost the truth in, in plain sight. Anywho. <laughs> So that's where Abigail comes in. Now, Albert decided that his daughter was a prime candidate. She has already been working with him for years. She was going to college to be a, a scientist herself. So why not recruit his own daughter to start these projects on? The moral there? there the, the, gone? Morality? None? Uh, if you're experimenting on your own freaking child or even considering it, I don't think morality was there to begin with. I don't either, but look, I'm not saying that all scientists are like this, but most of the sensationalized ones that make it out into the generalized public, those scientists don't, they just throw morals and everything right out the, right out the window. It almost makes me think that most of these were like psychopaths. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I feel like it, there. I feel like some scientists have to be like a little bit of a psychopath to do what they do. Hi. Yeah, you would know. <laughs> I love. Am I? <laughs> it was a joke. I'm sorry. I'm joking. Am I? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, well, I mean, do you agree with me on that? Considering all of the the different kinds of tests, especially back in in the way back. Well, of course, tested. you also know I never claim sanity because it's boring. <laughs> well, I would have to agree with you on that one. It is kind of boring. Um, so, yeah, I'm just a little bit of psycho, a little bit of a psychopath. And uh, so basically she was like, yeah, I'm down. Abigail was like, anything for you, dad. I'm, I'm, I'm in it to win it. Let's go. Right. I don't think she understood. I don't think she won. <laughs> she did not win. and She, she did not win. And she did not understand the assignment. <laughs> so basically, she's ex accepted since she was developing a project at the university on Area 51. Okay, And also, you know, her dad was running the whole thing. Yeah, her dad was running the whole show. I mean, who else than his own daughter to be on a moral high ground and and be nice and, and intelligent and all of that stuff. So um, anyway, so he recruits his own daughter. He comes, brings her to what is now Area 51 so that they can start running all of the tests, all of the psychology testing, the intuition testing, the physical tests. You know, they were testing everything before they decided to start pumping this chick with drugs and chemicals and stuff. So... To prepare the girl, the scientists performed multiple studies on Abigail that caused significant changes in her skin. And that was a part of her, like, that picture that I was talking about, how her skin yeah. was wrinkly. It was and uh, leathery. It was, and yeah. just... it, it was kind of gross. It was wrinkly, but leathery at the same time. And dehydrated. Yeah. And just... 
just stretched beyond looks like it's stitched together in a few places it does it does look like that so anyway eyes and the teeth for me so her her skin which began to wrinkle and they say it wrinkled like that of a beast and accelerated an excessive growth of teeth and loss of reasoning and control over her impulses. So she became more animal-like than, um, like, all of her, like, humanity was gone. It was it was slowly being taken over by this more, like, bestial presence or persona, so to speak. So she's, like, losing her reasoning. She can't... She can't define anything. All of that smart, gone. Smart's gone. And she slowly becomes dehumanized. And multiple scientists that were taking part in the experiment um, tried to return Abigail to her pre-experiment state. And uh, it it didn't work out too well for Miss Abigail. You can't restore the brain when it's gone. Well, yeah, it was too far gone at that point. I mean, her her physicality was already morphed yeah. into something that inhuman at that point. So you, I mean, if you think about it, the the inside, the brain, the gray matter. Her brain already, had physically changed. Exactly. Once that's gone or changed, there's no returning. None. You can't get that back. There's no reverse process. None. None. There Especially, is no rewind button. Yeah, especially considering all of the the drugs that they pumped into her system to make that happen. I mean, you can't reverse Things like that that. don't just get reversed. No, I mean, at this point, you're just going to have to, like, keep her alive somehow, you know? I mean, they, they pretty much were like, okay, we've gone too far. This has gone crazy. It doesn't... We go. We gotta fix this somehow. We gotta fix this poor girl, and of course, it just got worse. Abigail's body had become dependent on multiple substances that they had been administering to her on the daily. On the daily. So instead of you know like going, my bad, sorry, we probably shouldn't have done this or gone this far, they just decided to you know, name the, the project after her, just, you know, to Oh, honor. what an honor. <laughs> what an honor indeed. Indeed. So with all of the large quantities of drugs that they had her dependent on, the physical attributes that have changed her, the, she was like hunched over. You could see her like... Her spine, you could literally count her lumbar. You could count them down her back. Every bit of them vertebrae. Yes. That Every one. single one. Everyone. They're all there. And you could count them. And it was like hunched. But she had become like super tall. Her hips had gone like super small. But her legs had gone like really, really long. Think like Slenderman, but covered in beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's it's I mean, you saw the picture. Tell me that don't look like beef jerky. I mean you're not wrong, but oh my god. <laughs> She's 
Slenderman covered in beef jerky. That's literally that one happened. broke me. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, then she's got her feet and her poor feet. They were like super massive, with like talons and stuff on them. So well, she's. It looks like her own skin became her own straight jacket, and that's yeah. just... She was trapped in that stuff. I mean, how how it could be wrinkly, but also, like, beef jerky at the same time? You know, tan and leather? I don't know. It, it's, it's crazy what they pulled off. Like, her eyes got so large in her head that they were, like, protruding from her skull. Because they couldn't fit in her eye sockets anymore. You see that one little scrap of blonde hair up there. Yeah, we're looking at pictures right now of the supposed, okay, the alleged pictures of of this woman and what happened to her. And there's like some, there's a little few wisps. She got a few wisps, you know, of some wheat blonde hair up there. They yeah, we might have to link her. that in the Discord. I'm going to have to because they, they styled it for her, you know, pushed it, it's a comb over, kind of. I think we had all seen this picture on the internet at some point. It was definitely yeah. one of those ones that was used in the pop-up videos a lot. Yeah. You remember those? Yeah, I remember those. It jump was scare? The jump scares and um, creepypastas, readings, you know, on YouTube and whatever. This picture has definitely been overused. And I'm, I'm really, I really doubt that this is a real picture of, of her, but... That doesn't make it any less amusing and horrifying at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it, it looks rather disturbing. So she's got her jaw has extended and become larger. Her eyes are too big for her skull, and her teeth. They described them as being like that of um, of a shark, like they were large and they protruded from her mouth, and they were super sharp and were cutting up her her lips like her lips are almost non-existent just they're that. gone they're, yeah i mean she's trying to smile pretty for the camera oh girl <laughs> i'm so sorry i promise i'm not i love you <laughs> fun of this poor girl's like what she you know allegedly went through I'm, I'm not making fun of it or trying to downplay it or anything. It's just the way I cope with things that are a little too spoopy or a little too disturbing for my, my brain pan. I make fun of it. So You kind of have to. You do. In some ways. If yeah. humor is how you deal with things, that's how you deal with things. Yeah. That's, uh, that's how I deal with things. So anyways, okay, back to the story. So food service personnel at Area 51 claimed that they received orders to take large quantities of food to kind of like a cave that a creature lived in, okay? But they never knew what the creature was. They were just, they had to feed this thing a lot. They had to feed her a lot to keep up with this new metabolism that she had. Um, but he, he's, he's the dad, the father couldn't bear to like look at his daughter and the state that he had like put her in he basically called her a monster and uh here's the selfishness uh, and just a you know selfish sprinkles on top a little bit of edible glitter you know just to make it nice it, it make poop shiny he decided to you know take his own life coward took his own life his decisions 
okay? The, the choices that he made led his daughter down this path. I mean, he was administering this shit to her himself. You know what I'm saying? And then he decides, you know what? I can't believe I did this. I can't this. take seeing her like this. I can't believe I did this. Blech. Hindsight's always twenty twenty. Dumbass. <laughs> but wait, he did do her a favor, okay? He did oh, her yeah. a favor in his, in his last moments. He did her a favor. He wrote a farewell letter. Oh. And in that letter that he wrote, he asked that they, as in the people in the military who now own Area 51, you know, those higher ups, try to at least recover his daughter and not sacrifice her. Okay. So ultimately, the U.S. Army terminated Project Abigail and opted to starve the monster to death because they didn't want to pay for her anymore. U.S. government. They didn't want to pay to feed her anymore. Like, oh, chattel. We are chattel. That's what we have turned into. Little worker bees. So anyway, so here's where this starts to backfire. Vengeance starts. <laughs> Vengeance. Starts. I mean, for this whole this whole thing for Abigail. Okay, they, they, it start the tables. The turntables are turning. Okay, and she is the DJ. She's the just, legs may be a little weird now, but <laughs> she is scratching the turntables. Okay, so the U.S. Army decided they're going to starve her to death. Right. So they've labeled her a monster. She's now dehumanized. She doesn't have a name. She doesn't have a face anymore. She's just a thing. And they have decided that it costs entirely too much to feed her. But in order to keep up the deal that they made in that farewell letter, they're not going to kill her. They won't sacrifice her for the betterment. They're going to starve her to death. They figured that would be a loophole. Somehow that is just so much more humane to them. How the... Uh, nope. Nope. I don't... I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I mean... For me, the most humane thing would have been to, you know... When she started to actually, like, change and her physical appearance started to change and things started to go south, the humane thing would have been to end right then and there. Be like, bloop, done. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. That probably would have been the humane thing to do, or honestly, and I hate to say it this way, end her life. Mm-hmm. Humanely. Humanely. Put her to sleep. You know? That, that could make somebody worked. suffer like that. You never know. She could consciously still have been trapped in her brain. Right? Could you imagine? Could you imagine being stuck in that? I... I can't imagine. That's like a... No possible way. That's a fear. That is a fear of mine. That is an absolute fear of mine to be in. Consciously being trapped in your own brain? Yeah. I don't want to... No. Pull the plug for me, please. Exactly. Me too. (laughs) I don't want to... Give me... Pull the plug and then put me in my sparkly urn and I am good. Right. It has to be black with black glitter. I don't want to... And that's all I ask. Yeah, I don't want to be stuck in that. I don't want to be stuck in that. So, okay, so here's where the turntables start turning. So, 
the first night yes Kira. that abigail was not fed she decided to escape yes girl yes ma'am one last bid for freedom yes okay. get and it in the morning only the corpses of the guards who were guarding the fence were found okay and some people claim Okay, like like I said, allegedly, because we don't know if this is true or not. It's just probably a really good creepypasta, but we're going with it. Some claim that the beast is still haunting Area 51 to this day. Bum, bum, bum. I gotta love the part about the corpses, though, because it's like she took <laughs> one life for every possibility they took from her. Exactly. Beautiful. I mean, it's the vengeance turntables. It is. That's why the last name of Wester is so perfect. It's so villainous. It is very villainous. It is. I I feel like she's an anti-hero, though. Yeah. She definitely has the skin of Deadpool. Oh. <laughs> you think she has regenerative powers, too? Like he does. You never know. Don't look below I don't, You don't want to do it. I, I, no. <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. The little baby pee when he's kicking on the <laughs> Oh, oh no. Okay. <clears throat> we are awful. I'm oh, I'm just it's, we're sleep deprived. Okay? You're just going to have to forgive us in this one. <laughs> I almost spit my Red Bull all over the microphone. <laughs> 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 oh. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, so it says No, so you're supposed to drink it, not inhale it. I well, look, I was I was good drinking it. I was in the middle of drinking it when you said that and it it almost I saved myself. Well, girl, didn't that happen to me last week, except I didn't save myself? You didn't. You didn't. But I did. I've got the reflexes of a gnat, y'all. Yes, girl. Lucky you. (laughs) I do not. (laughs) It was, I said reflexes of a gnat. That actually means gnat, you know, because the G is silent. Yes. So I, you know. Yes. Anyway. So, okay. So, in reality, people say this is uh, from what we have figured out here not to take this type of information so seriously since it is only a story they are saying that it is just a creepy pasta that this couldn't possibly have ever happened but they believe that the creepy pasta may have its origin in a scientific test called biosphere 2 which was conducted in 1992 It uh, sought to determine in what extreme situations humanity could survive. And every time I read read about this, you know what it makes me think of? Biodome. Biodome. (laughs) If y'all haven't seen that movie, y'all need to watch that movie. It's... We need to have that on a movie night. <laughs> we really do. We do. We host movie nights, by the way, in our in our Discord, and we should definitely show Biodome. It's a Polly Shore movie from from back in in the way back, early nineties. Yeah, and it was hilarious. It was so dumb. It was slapstick. So dumb. It was funny. So dumb. It was funny. But that's what it makes me think. Of. Understandable. Well, they put seven people in there, okay? And in this biodome, this biosphere, it's biosphere two because biosphere one is earth. So they made an earth inside of an earth. They did a biosphere two. And in it was a mangrove swamp, a desert, and a coral reef. 
and they were all built in less than one I'm gonna Hectiker. Thank you, Hectiker. And all seven people lived were supposed to live in it for a month. Now I went and did research on this just to see what this was. And um there was a woman named Abigail Ailing and her friend Mark Van Thrillo, who managed to escape two years after the experiment started because the sealed environment of the biosphere led to the uncontrolled growth of pests such as worms and cockroaches, which directly attacked the crops. So Biosphere 2 ended up in a very strong legal problems, but without any damage close to the mentioned in a creepypasta from Project Abigail. So, and I read this, and this is crazy. So they locked these people up, right, in this controlled environment for a month. And one of the scientists that were in there ended up getting, like, injured. There was, like, a doctor in there with them, too. You know, so, I mean, they weren't completely on their own. Um, she chopped off the end of her finger and one of oh, those no. rice things, you know, where you, like, turn it to get all the rice loose, right? Yeah. So she, she like, accidentally chopped off the end of her finger, and the doctor that was in there, you know, sewed that, that little thing back on. Sewed that little piece of skin right back on, the little flap flap. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and then he noticed that it started to get a little infected. And he was like, you know what? I don't think this is going to be a good idea for you to stay in here. I'm going to need you to go to an actual hospital. So they let her out to go to a hospital. But here's the thing. She started bringing back stuff into the biosphere. Like when she returned, she had like this whole suitcase of stuff, like computer parts and all sorts of stuff, right? They're not supposed to have that in there. So people started, you know, because this was a big thing back back in 1992. This was a big thing. So there were reporters stationed outside of this place like 24-7. So they, they catch her coming back, and she's bringing suitcases of computer parts and keyboards and all sorts of crap they're not supposed to have in this biodome. And then it started to become a habit. There were more and more people showing up to drop off supplies and I'm putting that in air quotes and um, they just became completely overrun with worms and roaches and um, pests like rats and stuff how the rats got into the biodome I don't know but they did because it was supposed to be completely sealed off and uh, it got to a point where the crops and the water became so bad in that biodome that they were having to tap into a hidden three-month supply of food. Uh, that experiment should have ended long before that. It should have. Long before that. Well, this is where Abigail comes into play. Abigail and her friend Mark were arrested for breaking into the biosphere because they were so concerned for the safety and the lives of the seven people sealed in there because of how bad it had gotten in there. And of course, you know, they didn't know that they had like the three months supply and everything in there, but that the food, I mean, the cockroaches, 
Whether they had it or not. Right. Get them out. The cockroaches, man. The, <laughs> the freaking, the cockroaches alone would have made me tap out. Yep. I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm out. Bye. Dip. I'm dipping out. No cockroaches Deuces. for me. Yeah, no. I'm I out. I don't want to do it. I don't. I can't. I refuse. Cockroaches and bed bugs gross me the entire hell out. And I'm, no. And maggots. No. Yes. I can't do maggots. At all. Can't Too many maggots. horror movies have involved yeah. maggots. Yeah. And they're just gross anyway. They are gross. They're just... <laughs> okay. And flying cockroaches? Like, dude, they're huge. Have you seen, like, the hissing cockroaches? Because they yes. don't like... They don't like tell you what kind of cockroach it is. Because there are several different kinds. It's a cockroach. It's gross. It, yeah, but there's like water. There's levels of gross. Cockroaches, and then there's like regular cockroaches, and then you got the small ones that look like tiny armadillos. You know, they look like they're wearing armor. You know what I'm talking about? Ah, yeah. freaking me out. Yeah. Blech. And then you got the giant like tree roaches that can fly. So what yeah, kind uh, of. Yeah, those aren't up here. We have those down here. Down here. We have a lot of those down here. And um, God forbid you have a, a tree close to your house because you're you're screwed you are screwed it was a i just want to know what kind of cockroaches because i mean i draw the line at cockroaches anyways i draw the line at, at freaking maggots but at flying cockroaches if they had flying cockroaches well i bet not. with it being a swamp environment that the cockroaches that wound up coming in and staying were the nasty ones, the big ones. There is entirely too many. Mm -hmm. Entirely too many types of cockroaches. I can't can't do it. Anyway, okay, moving on from the cockroaches. Yes, please. I would, Thank you. I would tap out in the cockroaches. Done. So, <laughs> that's, that's what they're saying. They're saying that this whole thing about Project Abigail, the first ever experiment that ever took place in Area 51, actually derived from the Biosphere 2 project in 1992. Well, the creepypasta did anyways. But I feel like I feel like there's a lot I feel like it makes sense. I feel like this is something that could have possibly happened. Now, I'm not sure if it was a female, you know, back then. I wouldn't say it would be a female um, that they they did these projects on because they did them during the war in the, in the other places. Yeah, when all the men were fighting. Women took up a lot of uh, responsibility on the home front that's, during the war. That's true. So it is very likely that it was a woman. It is, because she could, you know, I'm helping my country. Yeah. Hoorah. You know? We've all seen Rosie the Riveter. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's a possibility. It could have happened. I mean, there was so much, like. It's the American government. Well, I mean. They like they to experiment on things and not tell people about it. Well, at, every government does that. Every government exactly. does that. Now, I do, I'm just saying. But would you take into consideration that they got the idea from German scientists that, you know, were captured and working for the... I can key. tell you exactly which German scientist you're talking about here. Exactly, but we're <laughs> not going to give them any time. No time. You're not going to have the name. I'm sorry. Exactly. The, the inhumane experiments that were performed on people, on children, 
that took place during the war um, is disgusting and shocking. Like the twins experiment. Yeah, he really liked twins. He really liked twins, which kind of just it creeps me out. There's interviews with the one of the surviving ones. Yeah. If you, we'll go into that another time. Yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> that's something for another discussion, another thing. But I mean, it's plausible. It just makes it makes Project Abigail seem more plausible to me. Like it, it could have happened. Like the appearance thing, probably not as far as it's exaggerated to be, but it's it's entirely possible that this experiment happened and did definitely alter the appearance. To be yeah. slightly horrifying, but probably not that horrifying. I wouldn't say, it w- yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, was it exaggerated? It's a creepy pasta. Of course, it could be. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, but was the beef jerky skin a thing? <laughs> probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could have been. I could have been depending. Like, I mean, well, the beef jerky skin is a little bit more plausible than the like two inch long sharp teeth. Or the like seven inch fingers with the the claws and the elongated feet with with the talons on them and stuff. Like, I mean, Ugh. she could have just had really poor hygiene or really long toenails. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> and I mean, we didn't have to take it that far, guys. You could have just gotten a pedicure, been done and over. Give her a nail file; she would have been fine. But... Oh no, she probably bites. <laughs> Who doesn't? Considering the, the situation that she was, I'd bite too. I would bite the hell out of somebody. It would, yeah. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. It would. In a, yeah. Split but, second decision. Meet my chompers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for the ankles. <laughs> oh no, they might be a little chewy. It, well. Considering that they decided to starve her to death, chewy ankles don't sound that bad. <laughs> Gonna taste like somebody's chicken nuggets. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna turn your little toes into chicken nuggets. Tastes like chicken. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I'm in a lot of interviews with cannibals. They do say that it tastes like chicken. Yeah, that's how I know I'm safe from cannibals. I got tattoos. <laughs> exactly. They they said that. Like, if y'all don't know, if you haven't read anything about, like, certain um, serial killers that were cannibalistic, okay, they said that one of the things that would keep you safe from them, from being a potential victim, a potential meal, is if you had tattoos on your body. And it's not because it would be easily identifiable. It would be because it doesn't taste good. That's literally what they said. It doesn't taste good. It makes it taste a little funky. Oh, I am totally safe. You're going to taste funky, girl. That's fine. I am not for cannibals. I'm not either. I'm not either. So I don't think she would like... I don't think she would care to be honest. There, I girl I was, would be helping to break her out of there. Let's go, let's go, girl. Come on, women empowering women. <laughs> Me and my alien are gonna help you out. Right? We got great wigs now. We could, but we could get her a nice wig. Mm-hmm. She'd look great. Plastic of. surgeons can work wonders now too. It's true. Let's I go, girl. <laughs> I don't know if they could completely replace beef jerky, but they'll damn sure try. These are the days where there's a GoFundMe for everything. <laughs> Maybelline, girl. 
it's Maybelline. We Slightly got horrifying. eyelash extensions. We can, you know, mani-pedi. We can fix girl. this. Don't worry, girl. We can, we can fix, fix this. We got you. It'll be fine. It's fine. It's fine. You're fine. You're fine. It's fine. But in one of the stories that I was reading, this is so ridiculous. In one of the stories that I was reading, they <laughs> captured her, okay? So she she went ham on the guards. She got a little, you know, she got a grub on. And she was going to escape. But somehow, you know, they they shot her. They said they were shooting at her. And that the bullets would not penetrate the beef jerky. (laughs) Bulletproof jerky. Bulletproof jerky, man. It was that spicy jerky, too. So, I mean, because she went naked from from head to toe. And so they couldn't get her that way. They finally just had to manhandle her. Like, it took a lot of people to get her down. And What if it's contagious when she bit them like rabies? Oh, wouldn't that just be like cosmic justice? Yes. Just one of those guys managed to get bit while they're wrestling her back to the ground, you know, and all that stuff. And now he's got beef jerky skin too and shark teeth. <laughs> the dental plan alone. <laughs> Whew. They better have a good dentist. <laughs> and, and a patient one too. And a whole semi truck load full of oil of Olay because you're gonna need it. Just take a bath in it. Just put it all in your bathtub and just soak. You're gonna soak in that moisture. <laughs> Don't forget to moisturize because <laughs> that's like the only way. It helps it the aging process. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh God. Yeah, so um, they managed. We're going to hell. We really are in a handbasket. Go home. Go big or go home. I'll make ham and cheese sandwiches. <laughs> It'll be great. I'll feed everybody this. <laughs> What's the Wi-Fi password? <laughs> Do we have a bill? Do we have to contribute to the Wi-Fi? I mean, just let me know. I'll get a job. <laughs> oh, where's yeah. Daddy Satan? I want to go say hi to the big man. Right. <laughs> So, okay, so they get her back, right? They somehow manage to capture her and return her to the facility, right? So they're saying to this day, they they locked her in this room, pretty much welded her into this room so that she would go back to the original plan to starve her to death, right? And um, there's no windows, there's no doors, she's just locked in there. And for a while, they said they could just hear her down there making mournful cries and screaming and scratching and all that stuff. But then they built the rest of Area 51 over the top of it. And in the story, it says, to this day, they can hear her scratching at the walls and whimpering through the air vents in Area 51. Creepy. Super spoopy. All the spoopy. Like, could you imagine working at Area 51 and the one thing at Area 51 that scares you is what's in the air ducts? Mm. Like, that's the scary thing for you at Area exactly. 51? That's what's scaring you? I Not- think that would be kind of low on the totem pole. It would be for me. Like, that wouldn't be noises in the freaking air ducts. It could be rats. Whatever. Okay, rats, mice, you know, maybe a, a bird that just happened to fly in the wrong hole, you know. I but, think I would be a little bit more concerned about the alien speaking English and smoking a cigar in the corner. 
Uh, yeah, the aliens, the the cryptids, the cryptids, the other, the others, the others. You know what I mean? Walk right past Tupac. <laughs> you know, in in American Horror Story, um, I think it was uh, the little mini spinoff from American Horror Story. It was called American Horror Stories. Um, they did this thing of how back in like 1950s when the aliens like were like making it into the airwaves and whatever and people were being abducted and they were reporting on it and all that stuff that they started to take those people and store them in an underground facility like they were collecting folks right and they were going to use them because they were like the best dna the best human dna if we put these these two humans together, they will make an even better human. You know what I mean? So they made like this facility where they were keeping all of them so the aliens would abduct them and then bring them back to this facility and drop them off at Area 51 so that the aliens could then come back and like start the apocalypse and like get rid of half of the the humans on the planet, maybe more, and then repopulate it with the best DNA that they could find from that facility. It was actually kind of cool. That sounds like a horror movie or bad video game. Well, they also had it at Apocalypse. Have you? Did you see American Horror Story Apocalypse? Uh, no, actually, I did not. It was that was after I stopped watching. It was good. I really liked that one. That's one of my favorite seasons of American Horror Story. Was that one? My so. favorite was Coven. Oh, Coven was great. Of course. I and that. I also liked the first season of Murder, Murder House. House. I was that one was good. That one was good. Dude. I was also a fan of Freak Show. And I know most people didn't like it, but I actually liked Roanoke Nightmare. It, it I thought Roanoke bad. Nightmare was pretty good. It wasn't bad. It wasn't my favorite, but it, it wasn't bad. Now I did like the nineteen what was it, nineteen eighty four? That one was a little bit too political for my liking. I was like, eh, I, I don't know about this. I loved 1984 so much, only because you of my probably wanted movie. to steal the clothes. I did. <laughs> I remember watching that one and going, "Oh my god, Becky, Ermacard, <laughs> the music, the clothes, the colors, the sayings, all of the lingo. That's rad, Brad. It's totally rad." That sounds no. <laughs> and of course they had to have one of the aerobics instruction instructors being named Brad. I think his name was Brad, but there was a Brad in there. And that was kind of cool. Give me an American horror story with the 90s goth aesthetic and then I will be very happy. See, that would be really cool, but what I've heard, I haven't watched the the little like season premiere kind of well not season premiere but the the sneak peek that you that they give you but i heard that kim kardashian is in it yes she is and uh and it has hell to the no no yeah i will thoroughly pass the, batman with spiders or some some craziness like that spiders giant spiders or spiders in your eyeball i don't know no kardashian family for me i will <laughs> entirely pass on the kardashians <laughs> that's funny that's I've never heard that before. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. No, I like it, though. I like it. I like that one. 
I don't know. It I sa- feel it like it sounds a lot like um, stories from our uh, uh, stories you tell in the dark. <laughs> you know what I mean? She had spiders. A giant spider bit her on the face. Kim Kardashian is a giant spider. Laid her eggs in her face and it kept just getting bigger and bigger and she thought it was a pimple and then she popped it and all these baby spiders came out and ate her. Oh yeah, that story horrified me when I was a kid because I was an arachnophobic. Mine was the hair. The hair story. There was one with with the girl. Do you remember the one about the girl with the ribbon? Yeah, I was just about to bring that up. (laughs) Don't take the ribbon off. Or her head falls oh, off. Head but falls you didn't off. know that until you took the ribbon off. Yep. Oh, and then you're like, what the hell is this? I loved that. I love that one. That was one of my favorites. I, You know, I still have my original books that I bought back at like fourth grade. Wow. I still have them. They're in my garage. Still got them. That's amazing. I love, horror. I love the horror. I've always you loved the horror. spooky bitch. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Ah, from one to another. It's it's spoopy love. It's exactly. Spoopy love. I wouldn't have you any other way. Thank you, madam. I'm doing a little sitting pretty cheese for you, but you can't see it. So yeah. Apologies to anybody who might have heard that extremely loud douche truck going down the street. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear it, but okay. I, I don't know how. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it, but okay. Okay. Anyway, so thank you everybody for joining us tonight. That's all we got for you today for Project Ab- Abigail and the Creepy Pasta. You can look it up or you can join the Discord through our solo link that takes you to all of our social medias. And uh, you can read it there from the stuff that we're going to post about it from all of our research that we have done. So thank you so much for joining us tonight for Project Abigail. And we hope to see you Friday night for... Um, what are we doing Friday night? What's this episode? I know you want to tell them. The one on Friday. Mm-hmm. All the haunted toys. Haunted toys. We're going there. We're going there. We're going there. We're going to take you. I hope you like dolls and mannequins. Because there's a lot I of do. those. I do. <laughs> We're going to bring you a lot of those. So don't forget the salt. Check under your bed, grab your favorite woolly, and turn on your nightlight because you don't want those woolly boogers coming after you. Not those woolly boogers. Not those woolly boogers. Watch out for them. Watch out for the woolly boogers. All right, we will see y'all on Friday. Bye. Bye.